Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week our podcast features three episodes of Speed Gibson. They first aired in November of 1937. Each episode is about 15 minutes long. International Secret Police. Zero. 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 secret police and the gorilla he has used in his scientific experiments by means of his death ray. Before he can do this, however, the giant beast calls for help, and the camp of the octopus is attacked by hordes of angered gorillas. The criminal manages to escape with his deadly machine to his plane on Lake Kivu, but many of his followers are not so fortunate, and most of the gorillas, seeing the fleeing native, follow in pursuit. Even Gambu, the giant gorilla, is distracted from the secret police, but a new danger faces the helpless boys. A tree dislodged by the weight of so many gorillas is perilously leaning toward Clint, who, bound to a post, is unable to escape its threat. Hey, Clint! That tree's gonna fall on you! Try to slide down to a kneeling position! Then the post will get most of the crash! I'm trying, Bobby! Trying, but I'm trying to try to... I can hardly move up and go! You've got to! Force yourself down! Look out, Clint! The tree's falling! Something winged doodles! It caught him square! The branches are covering him and the post. Clint! Clint, are you all right? Yeah, I'm on here. Thanks, brother. Tree broke my post off near the base. Holy cats, think what would have happened if it had hit your head instead of the post. Yeah, I managed to get down just in time, Bonnie. I'm able to slide my arms down the post and get free of it. What? Yes, sir. I can do it. I have done it. Now it'll only take a second to get this rope off my wrist. Boy, if you can't get loose, we're saved. Yeah. Well, here I come. I'm free, Barney, free. Now, here, I'll cut you loose. Boy, I thought them gorillas was going to finish us off. And instead, they were the cause of us getting loose. But thanks, Clint. Yeah. It feels a lot better now to be able to move my arms again. Uh, just hope the gorillas don't come back, Barney. We'll have to hide if they do. Under the branches of that tree, perhaps. 
And hope they don't find us. And I don't think they'll be back. They all headed after the octopus natives. They'll keep them busy for a while. Too bad Gombu can't swim. I think he would have gone right out in the lake Kivu after the octopus. Uh, too bad the octopus got away. But let's freeze speed and call us. They look a little anxious. Uh, don't blame them. I was anxious myself when I saw Gombu squeeze himself out of that cage of his and knew how mad he was. Claire, are you all right? I never thought I'd see you walk again when that tree fell on you. Yeah, miss me, Speed. I managed to slide out of range of it, and it struck the post instead. Dios, what luck we have, Clint. Just at the time when all hope seemed gone, a miracle happened to save us. Yeah, but miracles come in funny clothes, does. Almost had to knock Clint's head off to save us. But it saved us, Barney. That's the swell part of it. Yeah, all right, now. There you are. You're loose, Speed. Oh. And now for Carlos. Oh, I'm very thankful that they happened to leave you your knife, Clint. Otherwise, it would not be so easy to set us free, not so quick. Uh, the only thing they did leave me, Carlos. And judging from the looks of the camp, about the only thing the gorillas left, too. They certainly wreck things as they pass through it. And they don't have to try, either. They just step on something, and it's out of circulation for all time. Uh, how fortunate that they saw the natives fleeing in the distance. That movement caught their attention, and they instinctively knew they were the enemies that threatened Gambu. Yeah. Boy, it would have been terrible if they'd gone after us. We didn't have anything to defend ourselves with. Not even our hands. No. And from the sound of things, I... I don't think the gorillas will be back. Do you, Carlos? No, Clint. After destroying the natives, if they catch up with him, Gambu will probably lead his people as far from these posts as possible. He has good reason to fear and hate his poor beast. Yeah. Did the octopus manage to take off in all the excitement? Yeah, I don't see any planes on the lake. Uh, they're on their way to the Sahara by this time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's so funny, kid? Why, we're alive, Barney. And only a little while ago, we didn't have any hope of staying that way. That's why I'm laughing. Oh, I get it. It, it is swell, ain't it? <laughs> hey. Hey, how are we going to get out of here? The same way we came in. Walk. Yeah, but what about provisions and guns and ammunition? The octopus gangsters took our packs and guns away from us when they jumped us in the jungle. Gosh, that's so. You think we can find anything in the camp? I doubt it, Speed. Those gorillas must have destroyed everything. And how? If I had six of them back home, I could make a fortune in the wrecking business. Uh, we'll take a look just the same. We might find something. Yeah, and most of all, I hope we find a gun or two, or we're going to have a mighty tough time getting back to the plane alive. Well, Zabul, it will not be long before we arrive at our headquarters on the Sahara. And then I shall begin my great work of conquering the world with my death ray machine. How do you plan to do this, Master Octopus? I shall send ultimatums to all the governments of the world, saying that if they do not comply with my demands, I shall first destroy their capitals with my death ray, then their population. But I do not understand. How can you do this from the Sahara Desert, Master? The death ray has only a limited range. But the long ones, Abul, do not forget that. If the governments are wise, and knowing my reputation, I think they will be, they will send emissaries to see the power of my machine. If they do not, then a special plane built to carry the death ray will visit the countries and destroy them. And will you run no danger from their anti-aircraft guns? They are increasing their number now, you know. Yes, but my death ray will destroy the guns long before we are within their range. I tell you, Zabul, nothing can stop me now that Clint Barlow is dead. But can we be sure he and the others are dead? We did not stay to see. The gorilla attack prevented that. Did you not see enough of the fury of the gorillas from this plane as we took off from Lake Kibu to know that they destroyed the secret police, Zabul? Yes, you are right, Master. 
no one could have lived through that attack. And now my mind is free for the first time since I began my career, Zabul. Think of it. For the first time, I do not have to include Clint Barlow in my plan. I can work with a free hand. Yes, Master. But how do you plan to carry on your world conquest in the Sahara without interference from O'Brien, head of the Atlantean expedition? Remember, they believe they are actually on the verge of discovering Atlantis. If they realize they are contributing to a gigantic swindle, will there not be trouble? And if there is? You mean you will destroy them too? Let us say it may be necessary for me to destroy them, Zabu. To silence them, lest at a later date they might be witnesses against me should my plans go wrong. You see, I take no chances. But what of the foreign legion? They patrol the desert and will start an investigation should O'Brien and the others disappear. I shall replace the workers with my own men. As for O'Brien, if there are any inquiries, we shall say he has a leave of absence. And I'm not worried about any calls for help going out over short wave. One of my most trusted operators is the radio expert for the expedition. You have everything perfectly planned, Master. I do not feel anything can go wrong. There is always the unexpected, Zabul. But for that, I believe I have the answer. The death ray machine. Have we enough men for all this, Master? Only a few could be crowded into the four planes that follow us. I have sent out a call over the radio in this plane for the desert tribe to obey my operators to gather at a place not far from the expedition. Should the Foreign Legion question this gathering, they are to say they are gathered there for tribal games. They will stay there until the death ray machine is ready for use. Then I shall call them to the expedition. There will be no further need for secrecy. I understand. Now I'm going to rest until we reach the Sahara, Zabul. <laughs> rest, but not as soundly as the secret police are resting at this moment. <laughs> through this wreck camp for two hours. And all we've found so far are some water canteens and them gorilla skins the octopus gang disguised themselves into capture us. Uh, I know, Barney. Just about looked everywhere we can, too. Those gorillas certainly destroyed things. Is there enough water in those canteens to last us until we get back to our plane, Clint? Yes, Pete, I believe so. We need something more than water to live on. Out on the trail. And a fat chance we have of finding anything else, since this is a hunger country. Yeah. Are there any native villages closer to us than our plane, Carlos? No, not that I know of. Uh, I can't take a chance hunting for one. That's a cinch. No, we'll have to start back for our plane right away. And live off the land as much as possible. But what'll we eat? You may have to cultivate a taste for monkey zep, Barney. Monkey? No. I think we're mighty lucky to still be alive, personally. And it'll be an adventure to live off the land on our way to the plane. Adventure? What do you think we've been having all along? Tea parties? Ah, uh, don't pay any attention to Barney's Speed. You have the right spirit. Just keep on thinking that way and you'll be all right. Okay, Clint. All right, now let's see. What have we got for our safari? As far as I can see, the clothes on our back, them canteens of water, and some gorilla skins. Which ain't what I'd call a complete camping out. Our most serious lack is guns. We have no way of defending ourselves against the wild animals. The Carlos, the other jungle beasts don't often bother the uh, gorillas, do they? Mm, no, Clint. They know better. Well, then we have our safe passage to our plane. The gorilla skin. Huh? Why well, don't you see, Barney? We'll put on these gorilla skins, and the animals, thinking we're gorillas, won't attempt to attack us. Hey, wait a minute. You're not going to make a monkey out of me. Clint is right, Barney. Our journey back to the plane is going to be hard. We'll be lucky to reach safety alive. 
The gorilla skins give us one more hope. Why throw away that chance? Yeah, Barney, why? Oh, I guess you're all right, as usual. If we're going to have to eat monkeys, I might as well look like a gorilla. Where's my skin? Yeah. All right. Here you are, Barney. I think this will fit you. And here's Bean. You take the smallest one. They're still pretty big. Well, they've been built out so that they fit a man and still look like a gorilla. And those natives knew what they were doing, all right, to prepare these hides. Oh, oh, oh. I'm stuck. <laughs> well, stop waving your hands in the air until I can help you. <laughs> You're not supposed to jump into your skin, you know. Well, why not? I've jumped out of it often enough. Hey, 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 look at speed. He's got his own already, and he sure looks like a gorilla. You're a gorilla? But we must do more than look like gorillas, amigos. We must sound like them. Their barking is like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right now, Barney, that's enough. We can practice along the trail. But right now, we better get started. We've plenty of jungle miles to travel before we can breathe safely again.
octopus, thinking that the secret police are dead, at the hands of the giant gorillas which destroyed his camp at Lake Kivu, is nearing his destination at the Atlantean expedition on the Sahara Desert by plane. Meantime, Speed, Clint, Barney, and Carlos, saved by Gambu the gorilla from certain destruction at the hands of his fellows, face the long safari back to their plane with nothing to go on but a few canteens of water, one knife, and the gorilla skins discarded by the octopus warriors. Clint orders his friends to don the gorilla skins since this disguise will protect them from the other jungle beasts, and we now find the boys making their way along the trail. Phew, this skin's hot. The weather's bad enough, but wearing a fur coat on top of it is a payoff. I bet I lose 20 pounds before we get back to the plane. You should worry. If wearing these hides saves your life, Barney. Yeah, hope you're right, kid. But, Carlos, just how do we act if we meet a lion in the trail all of a sudden? <laughs> don't act surprised. That is one good rule, Barney. Yeah, but I will be. See, si, but don't let the lion know it. Just walk toward him, and he will turn tail and leave. Uh. Hey, is that thunder? That sounds like it, all right. Suffering wangdoodles. Don't tell me it's going to rain now. I hope so. Then we can refill our canteens with sweet rainwater. Yeah, but the rain will make this gorilla skin heavier than ever. And if it gets any heavier than it is now, I'll have to crawl along on my hands and knees. Oh, quit crabbing, Grandma, and keep up with us. You'll get lost in the jungle and perhaps see another one of your nandy bears. Why shouldn't I crab? Instead of leaving our plane and walking to Lake Kivu, we should have flown there, dropped a bomb or two on the hideout of the octopus, and then we would have been saved all that trouble. Now, and what do you think the octopus would have been doing all that time? Well, he... Huh? Uh, He would have blown us out of the air with that death ray machine of his long before we could have reached his hideout at Lake Kivu. Yeah, yeah, I guess he would at that. The rat... Hey, thunder's getting closer. How soon do you think it'll rain, Carlos? Yeah, Quinn's obvious speed. But I think we'd better keep our eyes open for a shelter of some sort. We can catch the rainwater in our sun helmets. Gee, that is a good idea, Clint, since we're not wearing them now anyhow. You think we'll be able to find any sort of shelter before the storm breaks? All we can do is hope, Barney. You were right about these gorilla skins getting wet. They will be very heavy and uncomfortable. But most important, if we travel soaked with rain, we run that much more danger of getting fever. And in our present circumstances, that would be fatal. Yes, we have no quinine. Nothing to battle fever with. Come on, let's walk faster, boys. We've got to find shelter before that storm breaks. Well, Zabul, so far, so good. We have landed our planes on the Sahara safely, received a friendly reception from O'Brien and the other heads of the Atlantean expedition. And now have some time to discuss our next step. Yes, Master Octopus. But now O'Brien thinks you're the representative of the investors in the Atlantean syndicate. What do you plan to reveal your true purpose in coming here? I am not sure yet. First, I must see just how many enemies we will have to destroy in the camp. You will do this with your death ray machine as planned? No. I've changed my mind about that. Unless I am forced to use it, I will not. On our flight here from Lake Kivu, I noticed... Several scouting parties on the desert. Legionnaires. They have wind of something. And any wholesale slaughter might attract their attention if they happened along at the wrong time. Perhaps it would be better to destroy the uh, honest men of the expedition uh, one by one. With the knife? The knife or the noose. Both are quick and silent. That is most important. Yes, Master. We have men who can do such work well. But first I want O'Brien to send a message back to the Atlantean syndicate telling, perhaps, of a new discovery. 
further proof that they are on the verge of locating the lost continent of Atlantis. The investors will in turn offer this information to Chief Riley of the International Secret Police. That should delay him sending more operators to Africa to learn what has happened to Barlow and the others. Riley will think their silence indicative of progress. He will think his ace operators are working on a new clue. And by the time he learns their true fate, it will be too late. Exactly. By that time, my death ray machine will be in operation. Then no one can touch me. An excellent plan, Master. Excellent. But uh, what do you plan for the expedition to discover in the sands of the Sahara? Zabul, you know the hiding place of my bars of gold. Yes, Master. And wise you were to turn the funds received from the Atlantean investors into these golden bars. Gold in such form cannot be disturbed by market crashes or wars. And they are good anywhere in the world, Zabul, and no questions asked. But uh, why did you mention this gold? I want you to go there and bring back half of one of these bars. Have one of my workers bury this where the expedition excavators will be sure to find it. When they have that assayed, they will be convinced that they have indeed found Atlantis land of fabulous wealth. <laughs> and it will be their own gold they have dug up, Zabul. A very small part of it, but their own gold. <laughs> <laughs> it seems that at last your ambition will come true, Master. Yes, Zabul, because I have destroyed Clint Barlow. He always stood between me and my desire, but now he is gone. And I am free to do as I please. The desert tribesmen have started to gather at a camp not far from here, Master. The tribesmen you called to meet you here. And they have told the foreign legion that they gather for tribal games? Yes, Master. All is well. The legionnaires believe them. Mm. But send word to them to start actual games. The legion may not believe their reason as much as they think and may return to see if the games are actually in progress or send spies. Yes, Master. It will be wise to start the games indeed. Particularly since I shall not need fighting men as soon as I expected. But order them to stand by for instant action. Yes. Now I shall begin unpacking my death ray machine. So as to have it ready when the hour of my triumph strikes. <laughs> Zabul, get busy immediately. The wind is beginning, Carlos. That'll soon bring the rain, won't it? See, Clint, in the jet we have found no shelter, but it's not good. Would it be better to take off these gorilla skins? No, no, Barney. You would become wet that much sooner and would have no protection from the jungle beasts at all. Yeah, but it's so heavy and... Hey, 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 what was that? Easy, easy, Barney. It is a leopard. Look at him. Over there. A leopard. Gosh. Come on, let us continue walking toward him. I shall give the gorilla call. Okay, but I hope it don't make him any wilder. Here, Lucky, you stay right beside me. Look out, look out, Thomas. He's crouching to spring. The leopard's leaving. It worked, it worked. We scared him off with these gorilla skins. Yeah. And you were the one who wanted to take yours off. How much chance would you have had against that leopard unarmed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wrong again. Lucky was sure good, wasn't he, Clint? Didn't make a sound when he heard that leopard. <laughs> Guess he remembered the one that jumped us on the way to Leopoldville. Ah, oh, that thunder is getting closer all the time, Amico. Gosh, everything happens, Dutch. Say, look, fellas. Here's a faint trail branching off from this main one. You think that might lead to a camp of some sort? Probably just a gorilla trail speed. You say we investigated anyhow. Any port in a storm, you know. As you wish, Clint. 
Just so we don't lose our way by leaving the main trail. Remember, we have no compass to guide us now, should we become confused. We won't follow the new trail too far. Well, very well. Let us go that way, then. Hey, Lucky, where you going? Hey, come back here! Look at that. One word to him, and he does as he pleases. He's picked up the scent of something on this new trail, Bonnie. Let's push forward faster. Here, Lucky! Here, Lucky, boy! Gosh, Clint, you'll get lost! We'll find him all right. Yeah, he's probably treated a mess of lions, leopards, and gorillas by this time. Hey, stop one moment, amigo. Huh? What do you see, Cox? Look here, Clint. This patch of clear ground beside the trail. A footprint. What? Why, yes. Natives, more than likely. Or a gorilla. You said a man and a gorilla both had the same identifying heel mark, Carlos. See, Bonnie, but gorillas do not wear shoes. Yes. Huh? Has that footprint got a shoe on it? See for yourself. Well, I'll be darned. Now what, Clint? There must be habitation near us. But whether we'll find friends, well, that's another thing again. Yeah, and if they see us come running in dressed in these gorilla skins, they might shoot us. Right, Speed. We'll have to proceed more carefully. Hey, there's Lucky. Yeah, come on. As quiet as possible. They won't hear us with this storm going on. I felt the drop of rain. Hurry, amigos. Soon the rain will be upon us. Something tells me we're running into more trouble. If that's possible. Hey, look. There's a native hut ahead. Huh? We're speed. It's getting so dark, I, I can't see very far ahead of us. I saw it in that last flash of lightning, Clint. Straight ahead. This path must lead right to it. You watch for it when the lightning flashes again. Did you see anyone around it, kid? No, Barney. Hey, look. Now you can see it. I see. It's a native hut, all right, but in bad repair. It must be deserted. Well, that's good for us. And there's enough of the roof left to keep most of the rain from us. Come on, let's run for it. The rain's beginning. We must be getting wet. This is all right, Barney. It takes a while for the water to soak through these gorillas. In time. By that time, we shall be inside the hut. Yeah, all right. Here we are. Hey, Lucky's acting awful funny. He's sniffing at the door like something's inside. Oh, there may be monkeys inside the hut street. They often take over deserted jungle houses. But Lucky's used to monkeys. That wouldn't make him so excited. Hey, hey, did you hear what I heard? Wait a minute. Sounded like someone moaning. Get out of here. Nobody, wait a minute. We're going in and see what's making that noise. Nothing doing. That cabin's haunted. We'll soon find out. Come on, let's get in there.
the International Secret Police. Zero. disguised as gorillas so that they can follow the octopus and his death ray machine to his base in the Sahara Desert, Speed, Clint, Barney, and Carlos are overtaken by a thunderstorm. Seeking shelter, they come upon a dilapidated native hut, but as they are about to enter it, they hear terrible moans issuing from its interior. Armed with nothing but a knife, the secret police decide to go inside and see what is making the noise. We find them inside now, trying to see in the darkness with only the occasional flashes of lightning for light. There's someone laying over there in the corner, Clint. Yes, but who? What? We only had a flashlight. We could... Clint, here's an old candle and some matches on this table, That's and those... they're dry. Uh, quick, strike one of the matches and see if they're still good. Okay. The matches are good. Gracias a Dios for that. Quick, light the candles, and let's see who this unfortunate man is. Here you are. All right, let's see. What? Why, it's a white man. Help! Help! Gorillas, the Throw back the gorilla skins so that he can see where men like himself see. This poor man has fever and he is half starved. Who could have left him here like this to die? Oh, there now, old fella. See? There's nothing to be afraid of. Guess he's too weak to talk anymore now that he sees we're not gorillas. Give him some water out of your canteen, Barney. You're the only one who has any left, I believe. You bet. Dios, that reminds me. Give me your sun helmet so that I can put them outside to catch the rain. Here's mine, Carlos. And mine. Oh, and here's Barney's, too. Gracias. I'll leave them outside and be right back to help you with these men. Now, I'll just hold your head up, fella. And you drink hearty. Oh, oh he's oh. sure dry. Probably been without water for some time. This fever increases his thirst. Don't let him drink too fast, Barney. Don't worry. There's not enough water left in this canteen to founder him. Oh, Oh, water. Please. Well, you'll have to wait until we catch some more, pal. Water. More water. Oh, if we only had our quinine with us. Take a look around this hut speed. See if you can find anything that'll make this man more comfortable. Break that candle in half so you'll have light, too. All right, Clint. Wonder who he is. I don't know. I'm going to see if I can find any identification on him. Bet you won't. If his pockets are as full of holes as his clothes... Whatever was in him fell out long ago. We'll see you anyway. uh, That's all right. It's all right, my friend. 
We're just trying to help you. You know, Barney, his clothes are in rags now, but the materials is, is expensive. Look at this man's hand. Not the hands of a derelict or of a manual laborer. Hey, that's right, Clint. I think we've stumbled on a mystery here. Mystery or not, we've got to get this man to civilization, where he can have the care he needs. That is, that is, if he doesn't die before we can get him there. Gosh, Clint, it's going to be tough carrying a sick man back to the plane. Chances are ten to one against us getting back alive. I know about it, but we, we've got to do it. We can't leave him here to die. Well, amigos, soon we shall have plenty of sweet water to drink. I found a big pan just outside. Stopped up the holes in it and set that out to catch the rainwater, too. We shall have more than enough. Good, Carlos. Because this man is going to need all the water he can get. That's all we can give him right now. I can't find anything in this place, Clint. Some old tins, but they're empty. Boy, we're sure in a tough spot. I'm hungry as a bear. And it's getting doggone cold all of a sudden. See? If we are not careful, we shall all have the fever. Yeah. Speed. Bring all the old tins you can find over here. And Barney... Break up that old table and chair over there. What are you going to do? Build us a fire. At least we can be warm, if nothing else. By flattening the tins and placing them on the floor, we can build the fire right inside the hut. The smoke will go out that hole in the roof. Swell. That's the first good news I've had for a long time. I'll start breaking up the furniture. As soon as we get the fire built, we better shed these gorilla skins. I think we'll be a lot more comfortable. It's all right, mister. We're going to get a fire started. Clean. You won't be needing your knife for a little while, will you? Uh, no, Carlos. Why? I'll need it. I'm going out and look for some food. Oh, but it's night now. Have you a chance of finding anything? See, more of a chance than if I sat here doing nothing, Clean. But don't go too far, will you, Carlos? Else you might get lost. Don't worry, Speed. I will not get lost, I promise you. And now, adios. I will soon return with food. Hey, Hey, what did he say about food, and where's he going? Out to look for something. But don't let that stop you. Get that wood ready so we can have a fire going as soon as possible. Oh, boy, that fire feels good. Gosh, Carlos has been gone a long time, Clint. Yes, V, but don't you worry. It isn't easy to find game without any weapon but a knife. He'll be lucky to bring back anything. Game? What kind of game is he going to bring back? How should I know? Well, I won't care. I'm so hungry, I could eat anything. Uh, not me, boy. I'd rather take off this belt I'm wearing and boil it down for soup than eat monkey. And Carlos has been talking a lot about monkey meat lately. You'll be thankful for anything that Carlos brings back, Barney. If you have any sense. Well, I don't think you'll find any monkeys, anyhow. The jungle's awful quiet after that storm. The rain probably drowned all the animals. Rained hard enough. Hey, how's our friend on the floor coming along? He uh, seems to be sleeping, Barney. I hope. <coughs> hey, look, Lucky's going to the door. That must be Carlos now. It's a gorilla. <laughs> Don't worry, amigo. It is me. And what is more important, food. I have brought on the bacon, boys. What? Look, I have even cut it all up. It is ready to cook. Bacon, huh? What kind of bacon? Uh, how is the sick one, Clint? Acquired for the giant being. Uh, give me some of that meat, Carlos. I've heated some water in this one big tin. By adding the meat, we can make some broth for him. That'll give him some strength, I hope. See, si, see, si, a good idea. Uh, how do you want to fix the rest of the meat? I brought some green sticks along in case you wanted to barbecue it over the flames. Yes, that will be the quickest way to cook it, I guess. Here, let's have them. Mmm, boy, that meat you dropped into the hot water is beginning to smell good already, Clint. I hope it tastes as good, Speed. 
No. Here's a stick with your meat on it. You'll have to cook it, though. Swell. This is going to be fun. What kind of meat is this, as I said before? And look, Lucky, I brought the bones back for you. Do you want them? <laughs> I thought so. Here you are, amigo. Ah, that will keep him out of the way for a while. Gosh, listen to that meat cooking. Makes my mouth water. Oh, I almost forgot. Here are some bananas I found on the way. There are only two, but we can divide them. Oh, that's good. We can eat those while we cook the meat. Uh, here's a stick, Bonnie. Put some meat on it if you want to eat. Of course I want to eat. But I'd like to know what I'm eating. Oh, uh, look. Here is an old cup. It is cracked, but I think it will hold the broth for our friend. There. Oh, that's fine, Carlos. I was wondering how it would feed it to him. The tin it's cooking in is pretty hot. Broth looks like it's ready, Clint. Yeah, oh, here. Hold my stick speed while I transfer it into the cup and feed him some of it. Okay. There we are. Now then, let's see if he'll drink it. Water. Water. All right, now, here. You drink this. Oh, that's fun. I think that's enough for the time being. Thank you. Hey, that broth must be magic. It brought him around right away. See, it came from good meat, Barney. Maybe he can answer some questions now, Clint. Tell us who he is. Yes, I... I am... John Buchanan. What? What? Buchanan? The missing investor. Gosh, Mrs. Buchanan will sure be glad to hear we found her husband. My wife. Is she safe? Yes, Mr. Buchanan. Safe and well in Leopoldville. Who are you? We're members of the International Secret Police. We've been looking for you ever since coming to Africa. And have almost given up hope until we stumbled on you here in this forsaken spot. Thank heaven you came in time. You are... Clint Barlow, sir. Then I... I know I live to see the... Octopus brought to justice. You will succeed where I fail. I hope so, sir. But now, you better not say any more. We've got to get you back to Leopoldville, where you can receive the proper medical care and see your wife once yes. more. Yes. Yes, and when when I'm strong once more, believe me, I'll do everything humanly possible to aid you. You'll be a valuable witness against the octopus, Mr. Buchanan. And probably will be able to supply many of the facts of his African activities, which have been puzzling us. Yeah, you must know plenty, or he never would have kidnapped you. I have been held prisoner here for weeks. I lost track of time up until a few days ago. A native guard fed me and prevented me from escaping. And I came down with fever. Even he left me to die. Boy, it's sure lucky we came by when we did. The octopus. Where is he now? On the Sahara Desert, we believe. At the Atlantean Expedition Base. The meat is ready, Clint. Well, I can certainly use it. <laughs> now, you just rest, Mr. Buchanan, while we eat. Try and get some more sleep, because, you see, uh, we leave here at dawn. Very well. Thank you. All of you. It's all I can say right now, but... It's from my heart. Well, that's all right. Now, just rest and know that you're safe at last. Yes. Safe. Safe at last. Friends. Poor guy. Look at him. Sound asleep. Yes, he's exhausted. Takes some time to recover from his horrible experience. Taste the meat, Clint. It's swell. It must be good for you, too. Look how I brought Mr. Buchanan around. Mm, the best meat I ever tasted. 
You'll like it, Barney. Mm, I'll say I do. I thought you would like monkey meat when you finally became hungry enough. Yes, well, it's got... Uh, monkey meat? Oh. <laughs> oh, come on, Barney. Quit clowning and eat it. Now, listen. We've got to get to the plane tomorrow, or I don't think we'll have much chance of ever reaching it. Suffering Wangdoodles. The octopus, the enemy of all mankind, is on the loose again. It's up to 15-year-old Speed Gibson to track him down and capture this supervillain. Speed's uncle, Clint Barlow, made Speed a member of the International Secret Police. Now Speed and his crew on board the, their plane, the Flying Clipper, search for the octopus through Africa and the Orient to save the Earth. Speed and Barlow would use the best of modern technology, including this newfangled thing called a shortwave radio, to track down the octopus. If you like your corn covered with cheese, then this is the corniest, cheesiest series you can find. For those who still want to belong to the International Secret Police, give a listen to Speed Gibson. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.